I, I think I remember how to do this, is uh, <laughs> the, the, the quote. <clears throat> Welcome everyone to the Milking It podcast, the podcast that tugs the teeth of popular culture until it explodes all over your face. As always, I'm David Davis. And... That's not funny. Dave, that's not funny. Well, it's pertinent. It may not be funny. Mob, by the way, but no, it's not. Yeah, no. <laughs> we shall see. Anyway, uh, we, but... we'll, get, we'll get into that when we get into the super chat about the most derisive film in I, I can ever remember in the history of, of, of anything. I, I think probably the film that we've mentioned the most throughout the history of the Milking It podcast before uh, before we went away. But uh, here we are. It's it's season two, episode two. Can you imagine a season two? And uh, here we are once again, give you a peek at all things geek, but also as a special treat, as uh, Boo just alluded to, for all you milksters that have stood by us and are listening, um, we're going to be linking it in with Boo's other award-winning podcast hashtag they've won no awards uh, the highly <laughs> recommended show the highly recommended show with Dino Peppers um, the three of us are well I presume it's the three of us I don't know how many people have been invited to this gangbang but I'm uh, <laughs> it's, <laughs> I, it's literally come one come all excellent all over my face neck and chest so. um, <laughs> thank you Kevin Smith for that. Uh, to, to bring in uh, the review of the film that like I say we've been banging on throughout so many episodes it's been it's existed in the ether for so long uh, which is going to be ghostbusters um but mainly uh, it's it's it, i've only been invited on their show uh, and and the clip that you'll hear at the end of this podcast is because i'm the only bugger who spent any money on it to, to go and see it at the cinema so uh, hey, what my, you've done is you you've literally taken one for the team I, I really feel like I have. And uh, as the old saying goes, a fool and his money is easily parted. Um, but yeah, so it, we'll see what I think about that and the, uh, the, the, the massive travesty of a film that uh, I had to endure. But uh, you know, you, you'll hear my full, full thoughts at the, the end of the show. In the meantime, let's have a chit chat uh, regarding and, and welcome back, by the way, to a proper episode of the Milking It podcast. The, the only thing missing is Jay, uh, but I, I, I believe I might have a, uh, a, a drop in from him from a long time ago, which we hadn't used. So I unheard, Jay Hodgkin. No, unheard, Jay Hodgkin. Yes, that I do want to listen to. That is now that. I, I believe it, it's to do with his Marvel movies, but I, I, I may be wrong. I, I, I've got it. In oh, my do head. they still make those? Apparently so, yeah. I, I I know some people, uh, some hipsters have turned against comic book movies. But, um, uh, yeah, yeah, I've liked it before it was cool. Uh, you know what? Do you like... know what's crazy? Since mm. we've been away, um, yes. Civil War's come out, and I've seen that. Yes. Days of Future's Past, which, do you remember my thinking way back, to, um, all the way back to the Halcyon days of, like, mid-season series one, um, mm. when they released... Um, what was that? No, sorry, not Days of Futures Past. Apocalypse came out because in Days of Futures Past they had the teaser at the end, and I yes, was rigid yeah. with excitement. You were taut and buoyant. I, so, mate, I, I was believe. proper yes. excited. Yes. Um, and now the moments come. Uh, but uh, we can talk, we can talk about that. I mean, have you caught either of these movies yet? I've, yes, I've seen both of them, and uh, I, I must say I enjoyed both 
incredibly. I thought uh, I enjoyed both. Civil, Isn't that a shocker? Civil that War shocker? was was great as long as you leave the comic book at the door and you just enjoy it as a film. I think it's a, it's a it's a really good, well made film. It was nice to see Spider Man in there. Quite excited about the new Spider Man. I think the idea of him being for once a teenager who lives in Queens is pretty exciting. I, but I must I, admit, I got the arse at first. I didn't really like the new Spider Man, and I didn't think Aunt May fit. But you know what? Yeah, but you 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 are the you down looking after one, equivalent of someone in a flat cap with a pipe, and you I, you like to sit in the corner. And the moment someone suggests like something's going to change, what's the word for that? It's um contrarian. If, if something's massively popular, for some yeah. reason, I feel... Mm. I believe no, I believe the term is arsehole. I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure, but uh, there we go. Uh, but yes, so we're, we're going to have a look and a general chit-chat about all the geeky stuff that's been happening. Um, yeah, but, well, like you say, but Batman versus Superman came out. Uh, which uh, we obviously we, we weren't uh, we weren't broadcasting at the time. Um, it was a film that I obviously banged on about because I'm a, a, a huge Batman fan. Uh, spoiler alert, Milton. Um I was really. Oh, is that the first mention of Batman in the new series? It's the of first mention. There we go, kids. <laughs> uh, and uh, insert Batman quote from the Michael Keaton film here. I'm Batman. And there we go. Um, so it's... Um, I'm Birdman. What? What? <laughs> I want you to tell all your friends. Um, one of my... <laughs> on a side note, one of my greatest moments was uh, when I was working in Canary Wharf HMV. Yes. I remember. In retail, yes. When I was working in Canary Wharf HMV was the actor that um, Michael Keaton holds over the uh, the side of the building and says that line to came in and bought some stuff from us and I was just like I know that face where do please I tell me please tell me he threw the, a DVD of Batman eighty nine on the counter and just looked to you <laughs> it would it would have been it would have been great but <laughs> yeah. It, yeah just yeah I want you to tell all your friends <laughs> that's uh, seven ninety nine you know who I am. I think I need to uh, tell you that I was in Batman. I think I was in Batman. Yeah, yeah that and Billy from EastEnders were uh, the, the two highlights. Um, but yes, so Batman vs. <laughs> Superman came out. Um, okay, uh, I will be, and I'm going to use this term again, as I used to back in the day. Um, I'll be interested to see what they do with the director's cut. Because presumably what they'll do is take out about an hour and a half of it and uh, just give us the interesting sort of action scenes. But it was it was a bit of a well, we can say because there's been enough reviews and spoilers and everything else. It was a bit of a disappointment, wasn't it? Yeah, I, I haven't seen it, um, but after seeing the reviews, mm -hmm. I basically the, the the main complaint was it was too dark. Was that the like and and the pacing was terrible. There were plot holes, and Jesse Eisenberg doesn't cut it as a villain. No, he's dread. Oh, he is dreadful. He's, I mean, yeah. You thought Gene Hackman who... was bad? He's, he's. I don't think Gene Hackman was bad. Oh, oh, oh okay, right. Yeah, Gene Hackman <laughs> gets points for being in the birdcage, but that's that's that. <laughs> um, I think <laughs> most people would say French Connection, but I'm going birdcage. Right? Popeye um, Doyle, nope. Calista Flockhart's dad. <laughs> Eating the jelly beans. Um, so, 
yeah, it was for me personally. And again, it, it's been out a while, so I won't spend too much time on this. But it was uh, it was badly paced, like you say. It was a very very dragged out script that could have been a lot tighter. It could have been a lot punchier. There could have been more action sequences. They teased at going down the kind of uh, Arkham Asylum game style Batman in terms of his fighting. So it's like, oh, I'm surrounded by 10 people and I'm going to take them all down. Um, That was okay, but they didn't commit to it. There was no kind of right. Yes, this is your Batman. He's agile and he's because he was supposed to be a bit older and, you know, doing the Frank Miller thing and everything else. Um, By the end of it, you walked out thinking this is a setup for the next set of movies this is i feel that about all modern films yeah i feel that about all modern films everybody wants to have a franchise everything has to be a setup for everything else yeah because it yeah it's money yo it's it's literally dc going right we need we need in on this marvel shit we need a universe we need characters that we can cross over and everything else the fact that they you know they've got a hugely su- successful uh, TV series with the Flash, but yet they're not using that character in the movies makes no sense to me. The fact that they've got a hugely successful series in Arrow and they're not using that character in the movies makes no sense to me because it's it's just like there's this huge franchise opportunity, but they're turning it over to yeah all right we're, we're going to get these new guys in, um, which brings me to have you seen the uh, the trailer for the new Injustice game. Yeah, I guess I have, and it's just—it's Injustice on ice, isn't it? It's—it's it's essentially just like oh, well, um, what's with the battle armor stuff? Like, yeah, let's gild the lily. Let's put all right. Well, we'll do the same game as we did before, but we're just going to stick some metal on them, and uh, that'll be all right. Once again, it's all about roster for me, and as far as I've, the only thing I've seen. Is um, I've always liked the character Gorilla Grodd, and um, I know that he's in the Flash TV series, yeah. and is a, is a great character in that. Well, even going further back, David, he was one of the original um, villains in the New Teen Titans. Comic. I, have, I have a feeling if you were wearing glasses at that point, you would have pushed them up your nose. I did, I did, <laughs> but only because it's very sweaty in this room, and they're kind of slipping off my face. Um, but no, I remember I remember Gorilla Grodd from from back in the day, yo, and uh, he's always been a really interesting character to me. And um, see, I I don't know much about the Flash universe really and those sort of characters because oh, beyond Flashpoint paradox, me neither, to be honest. Yeah, but it's been interesting watching the TV series and especially recently watching the episodes that Kevin Smith directed and you know getting involved in it that way. It, it, it's a great series. It's it's dragged out put it that way it's you know they don't need to be doing 23 episodes a season they could do 13 and just you know, get it over with and it's, it's like every bad guy is someone who can speed up time and be as fast as the flash and it's like, well yeah this is getting slightly boring but then they'll throw in someone like gorilla grod and you're like, oh yeah okay well that, that that makes sense i'm gonna make a massive burp sorry <sighs> that was beautiful Thank you. Uh, Welcome. Um, <laughs> sticking with the DC stuff just quickly, and I know we're not we're not massively going to be talking about professional wrestling because I know it's not everyone's cup of tea. But I did want to mention uh, that the son of a plum, the son of the son of a plumber, uh, Cody Rhodes, um, yes, has yeah. been announced as a character in Arrow, in Arrow which yeah. gets him with the, with the 
uh, is it Stephen Amell? Is that the guy that plays Haru? Oh, you're asking me, but yes, I, I think it is. That sounds. Let's just, yeah. Dave. Let's just say yes, and we'll wait for Judge Judas to listen and, and correct us if he's a. <laughs> if he can tear himself away from fucking Pokemon Go, he'll probably. Yeah. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Yeah, whoa. yeah, yeah. I I went there. Okay. <laughs> Hold on, Pokemon Go, dude. It's not just him. It's not me. I, 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 it's not me. <laughs> it's um, not me. It's, the, it's these other people <laughs> letting themselves outside to chase things around. Outside? Uh, yeah, I, I, I know. It's uh, that's 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 what put me off. To be fair, <laughs> unless I could do it in the comfort of my uh, my own home, then uh, why why the hell do you think I podcast? <laughs> <laughs> we're not on location I'm, I'm... Well, voices for television exactly <laughs> there we go uh and faces for radio yeah. uh, radio mm. yes so well yeah very quickly pokemon go uh has become the biggest thing across all sort of media that the, sky is selling is the it's the most downloaded mobile phone game in history and nintendo shares less... have like gone out of the roof and yeah it's less than a week but this is the thing. Nintendo were very, like basically were forced by their shareholders to release games on mobile phones, and generally Nintendo have always, you know, they, they've been they in house. They're, they're, they're the company that's yeah. been around the longest. So what they say usually goes. They they bound to the shareholders, and look what's happened. Fucking a monumental success. It's absolutely insane. I can't. The only thing I can I can understand about it is that there's a uh, you know for. Young people who, which makes me sound very old. Young um, people for young the the youngsters, all you youngsters out there, out there. Um, they they're downloading it because obviously they know about Pokemon because it's still being shown like cartoons and stuff. But it's but because it's the original Pokemon characters, there's a lot of people our age. Um, who are downloading just it? Tad younger. Re- just a little tad younger. Yeah, probably because I I was I think I was slightly too old for Pokemon. We had this chat the other day. We I think we were about three or four years. Don't don't reveal the uh, secret. Yeah, I mean, did we, we talk out of the podcast? Don't we? Don't we? Don't <laughs> we live in the studio? Um, we were just a couple of years out of that Pokemon fight. But I was saying I played um, Pokemon on yeah. the Game Boy Advance, not because I'm a, was a fan of the Pokemon fad, because I was a fan of video games. So to me, it's just a game I played a few years ago. I've never really seen the cartoon. I've never seen any of the films. I'm so aware of it, though, because it's one of those things where you'd have to be blind and deaf not to know Pikachu, and you know, and, and that kind of thing. Yeah, completely. And uh, and that's that's what's been really strange is that it, it people have been looking for every reason to, to, to try and download it because they held it back in the UK until today, day of recording. Um, it, it's finally come out in certain regions and people can actually play it properly rather than having to do workarounds and stuff to, to get it on iOS and, and Android. Um, I don't know, it just, it, it seemed bizarre. I mean, I, I was out the other night and people had started downloading it. Obviously, when it came out in the States, people had done the workaround and, and had it on their phones. And they were literally just, and again, this makes me sound like such an old, old man. Bastard. Just, yeah. <laughs> they were literally just sat there with their mobiles in front of them and no one was talking and they were just trying to collect fucking Pokemon. And <laughs> like what at what point did this happen? When when did we get to this stage where 
you know, with, with so much going on in the world, and again, it's an entertainment podcast, so we're not going to get into that. But with so much stuff going on at the moment, how did we get to the point where the main focus of people is to go, right, well, I'll just look at this and I'll I'll walk around. And, and there's been, what was the thing? There was a story about uh, a museum that had, had said, oh, <laughs> we, David, um, the Holocaust Museum has politely requested that people do not play Pokemon Go in their ground. Guys, I understand. I'm a, I'm a massive gamer. I love video games. Just in case anyone was going through a tunnel then, he said he's a I'm massive, a massive game. gamer. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 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 anyway, I'm a massive gay. And... Uh, <laughs> I'm a, I'm a big gamer, you know, yeah. it's my main hobby, and I understand, but for fuck's sake, have respect. don't reckon there's any hidden in Anne Frank's attic to you, David. I th- there might be, but they'll be very, very quiet and hard to find. <laughs> I think that, that, that there's me saying, have some respect, and then I'll do an Anne Frank joke. What the fuck is wrong with me? Oh, I can't, it's, it's our first episode, proper episode back, and you've already made one of the most offensive jokes I think we've ever made on the Milking It podcast. Uh, coming up later on, we'll be talking about Idi Amin. And... <laughs> Join us for our quaint look back at Africa. <laughs> <laughs> and look out later on when Boo uses the phrase, you people. Um, so, yeah. Only when ordering in a restaurant in Ethiopia. Yeah, so... Reel the tape back, reel the tape back. Sorry. <laughs> Pokemon, go fuck yourself. <laughs> yeah, I think yeah, that, that's the, that's the general thought is Pokemon go f- yourself. Um, but I'm not, again, I, I'm not going to insult it because there's a very good chance that I'm going to get bored in a couple of days and mm. take the dog out for a walk and be like, um, should I? <laughs> Shall I? Uh, the other thing I wanted to mention was the um, the Jake the Snake Roberts documentary, which DDP has produced, uh, has gone up on Netflix in the UK. It's also available in the US for all our US milksters. Uh, definitely, definitely recommend that. That that happened while we were away. Um, it's something that I've watched sort of four or five times. It's extremely uh, moving. It's uh, it's not a wrestling documentary. You'd, you'd expect it to be a wrestling documentary, but once you get into it, uh, once you get into the meat and, uh, of the actual film, it's um, it's it's an interesting way of looking at addiction and looking at the redemption of someone through uh, alternative methods as opposed to just going through rehab, which which clearly hadn't worked for Jay. Um, Lots of wrestlers have been praising it. Lots of wrestlers have been singing the praise of DDP yoga and everything else. Um, and I, I, I can only say I, I really recommend watching the documentary. It's it's great to see Jake doing well. Um, it's it's good within the documentary to see uh, Scott Hall doing well. Um, obviously, uh, anyone who follows uh, wrestling will know that he's had a couple of hiccups since. But is uh, is currently very sober and uh, and enjoying the the fruits of what he's worked for in terms of that documentary. So yeah, uh, Jake, uh, the resurrection of Jake the Snake is uh, is a documentary. I would definitely definitely recommend you watch. It's uh, on Netflix or it's available on DVD and Blu-ray. Sorry, all I heard was erection. It's <laughs> it's, a, it's a resurrection, sir. I am the resurrection. <laughs> 
Stone Roses once sang. Oh, that, it, it, sound, it sounds good. Whatever you were talking about sounds I, great. I was just talking very quickly about... Yeah, so no, I, I know about Jake Roberts. I'm... I was in, in the edit. <laughs> I was talking about Jake Roberts. Um, we were talking about Pokemon Go. We were talking about Nintendo. There was... Uh, why am I clicking? Because that's going to be really annoying for people listening. Um, there was an announcement today of a mini NES console. My comment on our Facebook, uh, which is facebook.com forward slash milking it, um, was, is anybody interested in this? No. The reason I said that was because haven't you been able to play NES games on your PC for years through emulators and everything else? Us real, Dave, us real hipsters have original inbox NESs, uh, you know, two pads, Duck Hunt Mario Pack. No, but in all honesty, you're absolutely right. And not just that, not just on emulators, Dave. They've been re-released on every Nintendo console since the Wii. Uh, in the yeah. you know yeah. virtual console, that's why it's there. I just don't. I, I really don't. See After the sort of barnstorming thing of them doing Pokemon Go, and you know, it's like right, yeah, that's a good business decision. I can't imagine the meeting that went on when they said, "Oh yeah, I know what we will do. We'll release a mini NES." Well, here's here's the thing from from the other perspective of the retro game, and not I'm not a retro gamer, but uh, from what I've read today, human being, but yeah, the the pad mm. fits into the bottom of the Wii controller so that you can play your virtual console NES games with an actual NES pad. That appeals to the kind of the the hardcore retro gamer. For your um, audio visual guy, it's the first time a NES has had proper HDMI output. So not that it's going to improve the graphics in any way, shape or form. When when the the characters on screen are made up of 24 pixels, what the fuck is that going to change anything? That's that's I don't know. It's it's like when you 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 try and play sort of Game Gear games or um, like game, original Game Boy games on your PC and you're like oh yeah I remember why this wasn't as much fun. Fucking as... idiots, don't they? <laughs> yeah, they look awful. They look absolutely awful because we. But not even going that far back. Um, I were you a big Nintendo guy back in the nineties? Uh, we had a SNES, I remember. We didn't have a NES, but we had a SNES, and I I had an N64 back in the day. Uh, N64, that's where I'm at. Right. Have you ever tried to replay Goldeneye in the last, say, yes. 10 years? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Cannot look at it. It's yeah. impossible. I can't physically look at Goldeneye anymore because... But the I remember graphics. that you, you, back in the day, you'd play it and you'd be like, oh, this is just like the movie, man. They had <laughs> fucking faces, Dave. They had yeah. faces that moved. Yeah. It was, it was, a, it was a great looking You could game. shoot them in the foot and they'd react. You could shoot them in the balls and they'd react. You could shoot them in the neck and they'd react. It was incredible. Now, cannot fucking do it. I'm, cannot fight, touch I'm it. fighting Jaws in a helicopter. Yeah, it's like, it was just... Fighting yeah. Jaws in a helicopter? I don't know. He was on... Alex Trevelyan. <laughs> 006 for England, James. No, for me. It was the party you were born to play. <laughs> and another film where Sean Bean dies. <laughs> there can only be more. Um, talking of games uh, and games that have been re-released um, or at least been given the opportunity to be replayed, I have been replaying a game that I have I loved at the time, and I'd forgotten how much I loved it. 
and how beautiful it is, which is Red Dead Redemption. I've heard uh, of it. Yeah, yeah. Apparently it was quite popular at the time. Um, and people have been banging on about a sequel, but we don't know whether that's going to happen. Uh, they've, they've just made it available on Xbox One via the backwards compatibility. How uh, awesome has that been? It's, Isn't it been oh, brilliant? It's completely... I've forgotten how many... Because I've, I've still got loads of my Xbox original uh, 360 games. And gradually each month, there's been another one I can pop back in and have a go on and stuff. But And, and with Games for Gold as well... Yes, I'm getting games that, I've, that I didn't have the opportunity to play the first time, and I'm not feeling like I'm having to plug in another system to play it. It's fantastic. Yeah, and I should be very, the... very sad when my my Xbox One dies. <laughs> I must admit, it's it, it's been a hell of a console, and uh, I'm glad I plugged for that rather than the the PS4. Definitely. And I'm glad you persuaded me because I, I, although there is a PS4 sitting next to it, I I must admit, in terms of multiplayer games and uh, the backwards compatibility and everything I, I, I prefer the Xbox I'm not I am, I am a multi-console monarch as we're called I'm not a uh, Sony fanboy or an X-boner I'm a multi-console monarch and I mean my PS3 I've been getting so much pleasure out of that recently so that seems to be my holy mm. triangle at the moment but the Xbox has just been fantastic and Games for Gold has been offering some really good full price games Free, um, I don't what? suppose you picked up Costume Quest Two the other the other month, did you? I didn't. know. I've I've kind of I've not fallen out of looking, but it just with things that have been going on, I've kind of lost track of what uh, a gold has been offering. But I did I did take up the other recommendation that you said uh, from Xbox Gold because if you're a gold member, you can download the first episode for free, um, which is uh, King's Quest, which. Oh I'm gonna, God. I'm gonna, I'm gonna hand the floor over oh to you, God. sir. Oh my God! Oh my God, Dave. Recently, I've, I, I realised I've got such a massive back catalogue of games that I've never played that I've just down, that I've just ticked download because of Games for Gold and PS Plus. Yeah. Um. Recently, I've enjoyed games that I missed the first time around, like SSX, uh, just SSX, the most recent one from EA. I've just finished a game called Yakuza Four my first foray into the Yakuza series. Um, and I'd also noticed on my Xbox that I had a game called King's Quest. Now, I'd never played the original. I was well aware of the Sierra mm-hmm. point-and-click adventure. Adventures? Um, there was like Yeah, there, there's, there's been it, quite yeah, a few. Yeah, there um, so I thought I, I like to try games out before I delete them off my hard drive forever, just in case I've wasted like the bandwidth. I know internet is infinite, but... You know, still, I feel like I, if I've downloaded something, I want to try it. Yeah. From the opening two minutes of playing King's Quest, I realised that I was playing something unlike anything I had ever played before. Um, it's narrated by Christopher Lloyd. Uh, it's absolutely fantastic. It's got an f- absolutely incredible cast of voice actors. Um, as I said, Christopher Lloyd is the main narrator. Mm. Uh, just possibly the best voice work I've ever heard in a game. Uh, it's got a lot of the. Um, it's it's very similar to the Princess Bride. It's got a, some of the cast members from that as well playing similar roles. But it's the game itself. It's instant charm. Um, I've only played the first episode. Uh, as soon as I'm in a financially stable position, I will be buying the complete collection without any regret whatsoever. Um, yeah. I sat and played through the whole thing in, in, in one go, literally just stopping to eat and go to the toilet. I could not stop. 
I had to see it through to the end. Oh. The only time I've ever done that is uh, is Fables, uh, Telltale Games Fables. Mm. Had I had to know the end of the story. That was a long ass day. But, um, <laughs> yes. Every day, every episode, back to back in one go. But a, a, a great game, and unfortunately, a game that not a lot of people have played. I think it's 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 one of those that kind of missed the boat a bit with. Uh, I'm desperate for a sequel. I'm yeah. desperate. Oh, I'm would, desperate. Yeah, definitely. I'm desperate. I, again, another game that if you take yourself out of your comfort zone in terms of games, sometimes you find the most incredible games. Um, I recently was playing a game called. Uh, Oh, I can't even remember. It's it's the big thing in the moment. Rocket powered. It's it's um ah oh, shit. Rocket. What's it called? Do you know what I'm talking about? I have Rocket, no. Uh, Rocket League. Sorry, Rocket League. Oh, okay. Basically, right. Yes. Basically, yeah. it's football with with like with cars. cars. Yeah. <clears throat> and I wanted to know what all the fuss was about. So I I played a couple of goes and I scored a goal and I was like, oh, that was that was that was pretty cool. Footy, footy, footy. Four days later. <laughs> goal, goal, goal. Yes. Just a big steaming slice of goal pie. Um, <laughs> goal pie all over shit, his shirt. Shit, did you see that? <laughs> and other 90s comedy references. <laughs> yeah. But yes, yeah, sorry, just, just the yeah. backtrack. Highly recommend. Oh. Sorry. Oh, no, oh, no. Copyright. copyright Dino Peppers, yes. Very much think you should buy and play <laughs> <laughs> King's Quest. Um, Fables is fantastic if you hear yeah, it very easily. It's, Wolf, it's called Wolf Among Us it, for anyone who's yeah, looking to download it. Uh, I would also recommend the, and I'm going to use the correct term, trade paperbacks of the Fable series, which are incredible graphic novels. Absolutely brilliant. Oh, and also, Talking well, of Telltale Games, David, yes. mm. uh, did we just have a the mind are linked moment? I think we did, sir. Yes. Yes. I did. Well, you go for yours, sir. Uh, mine was going to be the mention of the new Batman game. Batman, thank you. Yes. <laughs> uh, apparently so. Yes. Uh, there's a, a brand new Telltale Games uh, franchise that they're launching, which is Batman, which uh, he's been around a while. Um, he's kind of a crime fighter who doesn't kill people. But uh, yeah, anyway, um, but it, it, apparently this one's concentrating more on the Bruce Wayne side of stuff. So they're going a little bit more Gotham, which was the series that Boo never watched. Um, but... I, I, I saw I saw the pilot and I had every intention to watch another episode. And you know what? Too many shows came since then. You didn't even watch the episodes with Pee Wee Herman in them. And I fucking love Paul Rubens as well, so there's no reason I shouldn't watch them either. And, and again, what's wrong with me, David? I'm not right. A, a net, uh, was it a Netflix exclusive movie that he did uh, oh. while we were away, which was mm, absolutely yeah. brilliant? Loved I love uh, me, me and Mrs. Booley sat and watched that with Glee. Big Holiday or something? Yeah. No, Pee Wee's Holiday. Pee Wee's Holiday. It was it was absolutely magical. It was just perfect Pee Wee Herman forget all the stuff you saw him do when he turned up at Wrestlemania etc it's yeah, yeah Pee Wee Herman's I had Dave I had a, I, I had actually forgotten that <laughs> yeah <laughs> we try to yeah it's uh it, 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 yeah there's worse things he's done in uh, during his career but uh, we'll leave that where it is um so yes but, yeah, new Batman I was desperately trying to think of another film he was in to say that instead of the wanking incident but I can't 
Well, because he was in, because he was, was in Blow, and that was really good. Beeped out version of the Milky Podcast with Pondcast. What? Oh gosh. Pondcast. Pondcast. Yes, uh, I am playing the role of uh, a, a toad, and uh, Boo is a beaver. Um, <laughs> so. Which is also slang uh, for vagina. So, excellent. Good news all round. Um, right. So the next thing that I was going to talk about, uh, which is on my list. Yes. Can you imagine, monsters? I prepare for these things. Um, Games-wise, very quickly, I'll mention it because I know you haven't played it because you you're not a fan of the source material. But it's something that came out while we've been away. Uh, the new Lego Star Wars Force Awakens. Um, a really fun game really good really fun to play they've they've changed up some of the stuff that was wrong in the previous games not as good as dimensions but oh the new dimensions don't get me started on that that looks amazing um but yeah uh force awakens uh good fun runs through the classics runs through the new film and does everything uh includes every single character you could ever imagine from the whole star wars universe apart from george lucas which must be a kick in the teeth. <laughs> Wait, you can play as Abrams. Yes. But not yep. George Lucas. You can not only play as Abrams, you can play as his two producers from the film as well. So you've got the director and the two producers from the new film. <laughs> so, in fact, so I, pe- people I couldn't even name. Yeah. Get, <laughs> get it's, it's, gone, it's gone very WCW Nitro on the PC. When you could like play as on ECW, where you could play as what was his name, Buffon. I have no idea who that is, but I, I I know exactly what you mean. It was that point where they were just like, oh, you can play as a starfish, yeah, but <laughs> but yeah, you. you what can't... game was that? I've got... <laughs> that was WCW Thunder on the PS One. You could play as a starfish, or um, there was a horse. There were, it was, what? oh my God. And I thought having Muhammad Ali as a, no, what was he called? Whatever, in WCW, uh, NWO World Tour, you could play as a boxer who was meant to be Ali, but he wasn't called Ali. Yeah, but that was because it was a, it was a port from the, was it Toko Resundan game? I can't oh remember. my God, here we go. Sorry, <laughs> I'm getting nerdy now. I, I think <laughs> it was, I'm not sure. I'm not. I'm not going to commit to that, Milksters. <laughs> I'm just. I, I think it was a, a, a port over from uh, a, a Japanese game because there was people like Ultimo Dragon in there who they changed the name and um, there was one guy. Oh, man, this is really bad. Who was the guy? Um, like Terry Funk was in it. Uh, Abdullah the Butcher was in it, but under a different name as well. There was. It was loads of like. As it as the name it hints at uh, uh, people from around the world, but it wasn't. It's about Fire Pro. People, no, it wasn't. No, it wasn't a Fire Pro. It was wrestling. We'll get into this in the next episode. We'll have a discussion about wrestling computer games, and uh, and I can properly do some research because I I I don't want to boulamont it and uh, oh, make, okay. make myself sound like a complete. Um, I don't want to bully this up. <laughs> no, I'm not going to bully this right up. Um, guys, yeah, so that was that was Lego Star Wars. Um, excuse me, excellent, um, really good game, really good fun. Um, like I say, they've, they've taken out the bad bits, put in some new mechanics and stuff. Looks really good. The new Lego Dimensions trailer 
looks absolutely amazing. To wallet destroying. It does absolutely. the The only thing that looks bad about it is that the uh, standalone main mission is the new Ghostbusters movie, which I think might affect its popularity. But when you throw in Adventure Time, you throw in Silent the Hedgehog, you, you, you know, literally, it, it, you're just watching the trailer and you're like, I can't believe they've hey, got... I have heard rumour, David, that mm-hmm. with the Goonies set, you get Chunk oh. and One-Eyed Willie's pirate ship. <laughs> Not Chunk, Sloth. Sloth, yes, you guys, etc. Hey, you guys! Who was in the trailer, actually? Of course he was, because remember you saw the Superman yes, symbol yeah. and everyone was like, ah, oh, Superman, it scrolls up and it's... Uh, Sloth from the Goonies. From the Goonies. Uh, oh, yeah, completely, like you say. Uh, Very strange destroyed. choices. A-Team? Gremlins? Uh, you know, these... No, but it's, it's all kind of Warner Brothers stuff, isn't it? It's all tied yeah. in with, with the, the deal they've got with Warner. Um, but obviously, the Lego... Animaniacs, been... now there. I want an Animaniacs set. Because that, that that's Warner Brothers. Yeah, and, I, I, and the Warner sister dot. If you, if you're gonna go that way though, I'd I'd want the Looney Tunes as well in there. I think the Looney Tune Adventures, come and join our show. Uh, Tiny Tunes. Tiny Tunes, sorry, yes. Buster Bunny, yeah. Buster, Bu- Buster and Babs Bunny would be amazing. Tiny oh. cartoony, we're all a little, little loony, loony, and in this cartoony, cartoony you're invading your TV. <clears throat> yes, I'm 35 years old. <clears throat> Not so far behind it. Um... <laughs> <laughs> okay, so next up, while well, we're we're chit chatting away, sir, as it uh, reaches the witching hour, um, we've mentioned uh, game stuff with a little bit of uh, 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 film stuff, but um, you kind of mentioned the, uh, the 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 thing of wrestling. We touched on it briefly earlier. Very quickly. To talk about there's a, a massive thing happening in professional wrestling at the moment and obviously we, we have covered that in the past uh there's a there's a huge change in the world of professional wrestling where is it a change dave or is it a second go of a failed att- uh, of a failed venture well that's what i want to discuss sir and that's why we're here uh so we will we will talk about that um so next tuesday at time of recording um smackdown goes live which can only be a good thing as far as I'm concerned, I think, uh, you know, that because if by this point in the existence of the world, you have not by Friday read the results of something that was taped on a Tuesday and shown in Canada on a Thursday, then you know, why would you be interested? I, I completely agree with the Bischoff idea of live television creates interest. You want to watch it. You want to find out what's happening. That said, I still can't sit through a whole three-hour roar. I've never considered sitting there and watching SmackDown. It's very strange. I'm like, it's sad. I barely consider myself even a fan of wrestling these days. I'm very, very out of touch. Um, but from you know, what I do watch is I'll catch a pay-per-view if I know something important is going to happen on it, yeah. and I'll catch the roar afterwards to see the fallout. Yes, yeah. SmackDown yeah. never pings up on my radar. Because I've always considered it to be the B show. Yeah, the B show. Yeah, for lack of a bit, for lack of a better term. Yeah, completely, and and that's how they've addressed it, and that's even how like Vince sold it this week on Raw when he was saying, "Oh, okay, and so you're going to be in charge of that, Shane, and in charge of our main flagship show, Raw." And it's like, well, hang on, you're burying 
the the SmackDown program even before you've started. Is like, oh, Shane, you're going to be the uh, the GM of uh, Saturday Metal. Yeah. And Stephanie. <laughs> Congratulations, you're in charge of Shotgun Saturday Night. And <laughs> Stephanie, you've got WrestleMania. Yeah, it, it, it's that kind of feel to it. It was just, oh, it was it was a shame. But I, um, I like the idea of the the different um, people being in charge. I like the idea that they're going to they're gonna now uh, like put in a GM. Slightly concerned that Daniel Bryan's name is being floated round for being one of the GMs. I don't quite know how that's going to work. He was he was great again at the time of recording. He was great commentating on the cruiserweight um, uh, the cruiserweight challenge that was on last night. Uh, he was really, really good. One and him and Mark Mor- Morello, is it? I, I can never get his name right. The, the old pride commentator. He's fantastic. Yeah, he's brilliant, and he really is. It was so strange listening to commentary where they were calling the moves correctly, FYI, um, and just actually talking about the match throughout it and not having to have them chatting about some storyline that's going on and oh well later on stephanie mcmahon is going to be doing it's it, it was just literally oh we're sponsored by kfc poppers i understand you had a popper the other day jbl it yeah. was the greatest bit of chicken i ate in my life <laughs> where were oh. you <laughs> exactly it was just it was the complete antithesis of that it was ooh, that's a big word for a dave um it it's the second time we've used it it was it was great. It was just really refreshing to watch and a a, a really perfect hour. I mean, I love watching NXT anyway because uh, that for me is my kind of highlight of the week. Watching wrestling, Raw, I'll skip through. SmackDown, I'll read the results. Um, but I, I, the thing I worry about is, like you said, the last time they tried to do this, it was an abject failure. It was absolutely ballsed up. And they have a history of doing that with like big, big ideas. You know, you look at the invasion angle. You look at yeah, that the last time we have to. Well, no, 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 not not at all. But you know, Vince Russo has made a career out of it. Um, But you know, you look at the 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 last time they did the brand split, and they chickened out sort of three or four weeks into it and started putting different people back in where they were. And really, it's I, I don't know. I'm not convinced. I'm not convinced it's going to change anything, to be fair. I, I, I don't think... It, it dilutes everything, Dave, because you have to have two world champions, and that doesn't make any sense. Who Who's the superior champion? Yeah. I've, always, I've always been on the belief that you should have one world champion, because ever since they've done the, uh, the WWE heavyweight belt, when they introduced that belt the first time, mm. that's the way it should be. Like In my day, you had the Winged Eagle belt, the Intercontinental belt... In the European and hardcore for your lower mid carders, and that was that. But that's that's what you know. The, the point I'm getting to as well is that you like. Oh God! It's, again, we we sound like two Yorkshiremen sat on a beach uh, in a Monty Python sketch. But back in the day, the whole point you, you had one NWA champion who would travel around the territories and defend the belt. I don't see any problem with having one single champion who, you know, you know, the people that are involved or the superstars, sorry, who are involved in both brands, they're fighting each other to get to the point where 
they're going to face this guy and you do it alternately. You say, right, okay, well, that's a SmackDown pay-per-view, fine. You're going to, you know, you're going to work your way up to, to take this guy on and everything. But, but at the moment, you've got an NXT champion. You're going to have a SmackDown champion and a Raw champion. Plus, they're looking at reintroducing the Cruiserweight Championship. Plus, they've got tag team champions, which, frankly, I couldn't tell you who they are right now. I have no idea who the, the tag team champion is. I have no free, idea who... Are they doing it on the Freebird rule? But, yeah, um, sorry, what were we talking about? Um, the... With the tag team titles, yeah. yeah you, don't so really I, know the... you, you don't know the champion. I could not like stand here and list the champions out to you i i, I wouldn't have a clue who's intercontinental well miz i think is intercontinental at the moment i'm not sure but they don't seem to mean anything but i suppose splitting them into separate brands might mean those belts mean more but the other thing is right so tna has now moved because tna was on a tuesday night so tna has moved to a thursday so you've now got Raw on the Monday, SmackDown on the Tuesday, you've got NXT and the Cruiserweights on the Wednesday, you've got TNA on Thursday. That seems insane to me. That's How does anyone have enough time to watch that much wrestling? Well, apparently it's a great time to be a wrestling fan, but if you actually know the ins and outs, the business is in a terrible state financially. Mm. It's it's in a really bad state financially unless you work in the big league. Yeah. No one's making much money. Um, you know, before they wrestlers were making thousands and thousands and thousands a week. That's not true now. Unless your name is Cena or The Undertaker. It's yeah. And and essentially most of that money is coming off merchandise, merchandise yeah. as opposed to yeah, actually performing and and everything else and I'm, i can only imagine that the the sort of the the network money is going to be a lot less than the pay-per-view money they were making you know try as they might i don't think it, you know yes it's been amazingly successful and there's been some and they're giving the pay-per-view away free every month since the birth of the wwe network yeah and the thing is that not only that but they're going to go to maybe doing two pay-per-views a month, but they won't be pay-per-views because they'll be on the network. So they're essentially going to be producing two, three-hour shows of a high quality, presumably, um, for basically for free because you you know you're, you're paying your nine ninety-nine. But if anyone's like me, the the stuff you know, I, I pay for the network, but I mainly watch the old stuff and, you know, I've been, I've spent my afternoon watching loads of old Clash of the Champions and they were absolutely brilliant and I loved every minute of it. But, uh, yeah, it, it's... Just, um, just quickly, uh, mm. while you're talking old school, I just want to give a shout out to a friend of the show and former guest, mm. uh, Sid Scala. Yes. Currently embroiled on a Twitter feud with Vader. <laughs> Um, I believe the correct term is the man they call Vader. The Mastodon. <laughs> the Mastodon. The man who had a match with Kane and came out of the ring afterwards and to said, give a yeah. promo where he said, I'm just a piece of shit. I'm a, I'm a fat bastard or something, was it? Yeah, it was, no, he said, I'm a piece of shit. That's genius. Uh, uh, Johnny, uh, 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 Sid! <laughs> well done, Sid. Yes, we're, we're, we're big fans of uh, Sid Scala here on the Milking It podcast and... Uh, 
we will both be purchasing his uh, his masks that he's currently uh, selling. Genuine, apparently. Uh, so, uh, uh, get get on board, Milksters, and uh, get yourself a genuine Vader mask, uh, courtesy of Sid's. Now we're jengering on his jengering of Will Ospreay and Vader's video. Oh, yeah. Uh, talking of uh, pay-per-views and the the way things are going, uh, a lot of people were very surprised if they'd been uh, on the WWE Network and they'd been paying their nine ninety nine that they had to pay $70, uh, and which was probably about 50 quid in the UK, to watch the UFC pay-per-view um, and witness a match between Brock Lesnar and Mark Hunt. Uh, did you get to see that particular match? No, but Mark Hunt sounds like it could be slang. It's it, it's a word. It's a name you have to pronounce very carefully. But he's a proper Mark Hunt, I tell you. <laughs> yeah, if you're a scouser, don't be introducing <laughs> the fighters on that uh, particular. One. If, I, I, if you're John I, Bishop, I, stay away. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> the Mister Schmidt's war fuckers. Um, oh, there we go. Old school, sir. <clears throat> uh, I didn't see it, but by all uh, accounts, mm. a really good card from top to bottom. Like uh, a lot of some of the matches went the dis went the distance. Yes, uh, such as they as say the, in the, the, the fight game. Yes, in the combat athlete game. Um, yes, yeah, which we're, we're all a part of now, apparently. So yeah, the world's greatest combat athlete. Yeah. All right. Let's not say fighter, eh, Vince? Because it's PG, kids. And you can't say wrestler because it's not wrestling. Because it's sports sports entertainment. entertainment. Yeah. Uh, Yes. Yeah. Overall, the whole card was really good. Um, I thought the Brock Lesnar match was a bit of a disappointment. Um, Again, we we might repeat this if you listen to the the highly recommended show, but uh, it was. It was a very predictable finish, and uh, the only time, as I uh, as I mentioned to Boo, because yes, okay, we talk outside of the podcast. Um, most like we're friends outside of this. Yeah, it's almost like, few like, hours we record. It's hard, isn't it? Yeah, um, it was the only time I've ever bet on UFC, and. I knew it was a shoe in and the, my, the friend that I was with was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to put some bets on tonight of, of different fighters because he's, he's a big UFC fan. And I was like, no, it's going to be decision. He can't lose. Brock cannot lose. They are not going to bring him allowed in. to lose. Yes. His career is like Mark Hunt loses. Yep. It's a loss. It's a knock on his record. The yep. man will get to fight again. Completely. Brock Lesnar lost his entire um, ethos. Yes, his spec- the, the spectacle of Brock yeah. Lesnar would be gone. Like the Conqueror. Well, the Conqueror's been conquered. So, yeah. You know. he, he, and, and unless, you know, Mark Hunt had gone to Daniel Puder on him and just tried to take him out. But it was it was an interesting sort of, sort of bout. It was, it was one of those kind of, oh, yeah, yeah, good. Yeah, he did well. And to be fair, Brock Lesnar, when he, once he got him down was beating his face in like someone in a pub in Cradley Heath, uh, just up the road from me. You know, it, it, it was a proper kind of scrappy brawl. Um, Brock looked his age. Uh, Mark Hunt looked looked good, but also looked like someone who'd been brought in if you were seeing some sort of fight in some backyard fairground. It, it was a proper kind of original UFC-style 
looking bout. He didn't look like he was matched up to Brock at all. Uh, but no, he did, he did well, and God bless Brock, he won me some money, so that's all that matters. At the end of the day, it's all about the dollar-dollar, yo. Not the taking part, it's the winning. It, oh, ab- no. it absolutely is. It absolutely <laughs> is. Um, that pretty much brings to a close what I've got written down sir, for our geeky uh, roundup. Is there anything else you would like to discuss? Yes, there is one thing I want to discuss. Um, just quickly. Yep. The new series of BoJack Horseman starts... Uh, well, it doesn't even start anymore. With Netflix, you get the whole thing. They throw the whole thing up straight away, yeah. 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 So uh, on July 22nd, Netflix will unver- uh, will release BoJack Series 3. I've read a couple of reviews today that said it's Oscar-worthy if there were Oscars for television. So what they mean is it deserves Golden Globes or whatever. Yeah. It's slowly becoming one of the greatest shows ever made. Even Mrs. Booley, off her own back, has watched series one and two. She's watched them with me, and yes. she's gone off and watched them on her own. <laughs> with you forcing a gun to her head, she's watched them with you. We were just horsing around. Ah, see what you did there, kids. It's a, it's a Bojack joke. Um, <laughs> in fact, I want, Bo- I want the horsing around theme to end the show. Um, but yes, Series 3 starts on July 22nd. Um, if it's anything like Series 1 or 2, it's slowly ramping up to be one of the darkest but most humorous TV shows. And it's got heart. That's the thing. It's got such heart. And I, 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 not like the kid from the from Captain Planet. It's got heart. I mean, he really does tug at the heartstrings a lot of the time. Hey, he was uh, the smallest guy. Just yeah, he, he got the shit ring. That's not a problem. <laughs> May I, uh, <laughs> Everything else was an element. That was a that was a power I didn't see coming. <laughs> Earth, <laughs> wind, fire, shit. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't really talk about that. It was a, a pretty dark pilot episode, which oh, they... <laughs> you know that um, the Captain Planet cartoon sorry, going to... Bojack's a cartoon, so we'll lead on to another. Just quickly, Captain Planet. Um, nice segue, I, sir. Well done. It'd been completely. <laughs> Such a pro. Such a pro. <laughs> um, it, it, it had so many celebrity voices. Um, I forget the Whoopi Goldberg. Jeff Goldblum was in it. Yeah. Jeff Goldblum was in it. Yeah. Tim Curry was in it. Yes. Uh, yeah. Well, it was uh, it was it was created by Ted Turner, wasn't it? He he was the yes. guy behind it. Yeah. Yes. So he, he was able to kind of pull some. He was he made it rain money and pulled some favors. Uh, it was yeah. Very what an, awful, what an awful show. <laughs> yeah, someone was going to The American but, was going to had, had a character called Duke Nukem, which confused me because there was a computer game at the time. And frankly, that was not for kids. So it was... Uh, uh, Cheeky baby. <laughs> <laughs> um, while we're talking very quickly about uh, series What We Like... Uh, <laughs> May I? That was a great segue. <laughs> Thank you. I, d- I did hospital radio for four years. Um, can, can you tell? Can you tell? Um, the, the, the series that I would recommend and boo, shut your mouth while I say this is uh, Marin, which ended yesterday in the States at the time of recording. Three seasons of what is possibly the most funny, heartbreaking. Look at depression and addiction that I have ever ever watched. It's a wonderful, beautiful, 
made thing. Uh, it's Bobcat Goldthwait is the director of most of the episodes. Oh, well, no. Now you've said that, I've got to fucking watch it. I love Bobcat. Dude, you honestly, it's... You know how... Yeah, just uh, because I don't like someone personally doesn't mean I can't enjoy their body work. I can't stand Louis C.K. as a stand-up comedian. What? However, oh. I do like... Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to the last ever podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I just, uh, there's some comedians I don't really, I just don't enjoy. No, that's fair enough. And, but there's stuff that they do that is awesome. And I can, I can, you know, I can stand back and see people in things, even if I don't enjoy them in other things. So Marin sounds awesome. If, if, if You know, Bobcat Goldfake is fucking brilliant. He is, he is. And Dennis Leary is one of the executive producers it's got it, it is just it's so many people who do angry comedy so well as theory but he's an asshole he's an asshole he's an asshole <laughs> uh yeah but yeah definitely um so Marin ended yesterday heartbreaking episode absolutely gut-wrenching to watch but so well done and uh, well done sir three series of just the best comedy that i've watched is, in a is it the time. end end as in it's yes. the it's the show finale not the season finale yeah it's the show finale it it, it i'm not going to spoil anything i'm just going to say watch it because it's it's brilliant the, the first season oh, hold is, on is it like an over we'll talk about it for a minute is is every episode different or is it an over is there like a big story arc there is or? A, there's an overarching story um the first season is slightly more traditional kind of sitcom-y, but it's it's all filmed very filmic. It, it, it's not kind of we're on the set, we're doing it. And it, it, it kind of mirrors what his life was in the first season, as in like he was doing his podcast and he lived in his house with his cats and he got a, you know, an assistant and all this kind of stuff. The second series is harrowing in points because it charts him going back into his addiction because he's a reformed alcoholic um and it, it gets to the end point of that season and then the third season is him building himself back up and Redemption. there's a well the yeah okay yeah anyway the, it, I, I don't want to spoil it for anyone because it is a beautifully made piece of comedy and I, I wish more people had got a chance to see it because it, it was. I wish they'd shown it over here, but they no one's picked it up. It, 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 it's it's going to be one of those kind of uh, cult things, I think. But some of the best stuff doesn't, mate. I mean, if you see American reaction to our shows that don't get picked up by them, um, there's a huge huge following for stuff like the. Um, um, they're not similar comedies, but like stuff like the the IT crowd, Black Books, yeah. stuff like that never gets. You know, they have to literally download and torrents and that kind of thing to get access to it um, exactly to the point where Graham Linehan Graham Linehan actually told fans of the IT crowd mm. to download the because there was a, a final episode they made a couple of years after the finale which would never get shown in America and he said to all my other you know to the fans worldwide get it any way you can torrent download any way you can the so there you go it, that's, I think that is the magic of internet because I've been able to watch shows from other countries um, that I would never have had a chance. Oh, completely. I did, yeah, the, the stuff that I, I would you know, just kind of glance past and go, oh, yeah, that's interesting. But then you end up thinking, oh, yeah, well, no, I can download that or I can stream that or, you know, and 
that is the beauty of being online and, and, and knowing what you're doing in terms of using streaming software or, you know, decent sites as opposed to ones that are going to put stuff on your computer that you don't want. But, uh, yeah, it, it is. And, but no, I, I would definitely recommend it, mate. And, um, I think you'd like it. There's, it, you know, when you get a comedy where, there's probably two or three like proper guffaw moments. You like proper laugh out loud, but then the rest of it is just you have a smile on your face because you just you can uh, you can enjoy. You do? Did you do Thirty Rock? Because you're basically describing my feelings towards Thirty Rock. So fucking pantwettingly hilarious mm. that after you've laughed a couple of times, you sit there with a shit-eating grin on your face until the end of the episode. It, it, yeah, it is. I, I don't think you'd find it as blatant as that because he's quite nihilistic at times. It, 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 there are moments where you, you're laughing, but you then realise I'm laughing at this guy's complete mental breakdown and his destruction of himself and where he is. And I, I don't know whether it's just because personally it kind of resonates, but I, yeah, I, I would definitely recommend it to any of the milsters. It, it is a, a very different sense of, um, it, it, it's kind of like, uh, what's the Larry David? Um, one? Kirby um, Enthusiasm. Yes. Kirby. It's got that kind of feel to it. It's very realistically filmed and very, kind of naturalistic and he pulls in lots of his friends and lots of different comics who make little appearances on it and uh, like Seinfeld turns up at one point and bits and pieces but yeah, yeah it's, think, it's really good I think Kirby Enthusiasm has been spoiled for me slightly by how awesome the Goldbergs is because now whenever I see the dad in the Goldbergs I can't see him in Kirby Enthusiasm even though he's a, you know he's one of the main characters yeah, no, that's fair enough. No, uh, but yeah, sorry, we did, we went off on a tangent about, and that's what the people want from us, David. Absolutely, tangent. but but if you don't, then listen to his podcast. But listen to ours first, and then listen to the highly recommended show, and then listen to the uh, highly recommended beer and music, music show, show. Yes, which is you know also very good, despite the bad impressions of me that <laughs> one of the hosts decided to do, which might turn this into a bit of a. a Jim Cornette, uh, Vince Russo kind of feud. Uh, <laughs> no, it won't. It's fine, man. The uh, impression of him on the outro. <laughs> no, if, I, I, if I could do a shit London accent, I would, but <laughs> I, I, I really can't. Um, I believe so, the kids call that throwing shade. <laughs> yeah, man, I'm throwing shade on you, bro. You get me. Um, <laughs> I can't believe I used the phrase, you get me, on my podcast. Hey, yo. Uh, right, it's time for us to wrap up. Uh, but first, here's something from Jay. It was at this point that I realised that the um, <laughs> the thing that I've been sent by Jay was actually over a year old, and obviously because we we've not been around, and was about Mad Max, not the Marvel movies. So I apologise. There is no Jay dropping. Uh, okay, uh, th- thank you very much for listening. Uh, this was the Milking It podcast, season two episode two i can't imagine we even made it here uh as always you can contact us on the milking it podcast at gmail.com uh we are on twitter not that we use it much but we do uh keep track of people it's heat tugger t-e-e-t-t-u-g-g-e-r there we go the the kid can spell um also thank you very much to john sands for the music jay for his contributions hopefully there is uh much more hopefully Hopefully, uh, there's much more to come. Uh, You can even have a little sneaky peek 
uh, the pictures we take on Instagram. It's uh, Milking It Podcast on Instagram. If you want to uh, follow us, I'm not sure quite how you do that, but and if you're a fan of dick pics, uh, Snapchat. <laughs> <laughs> Our Snapchat is hairy and hung. Um, <laughs> please, please, milksters, do not type that into Snapchat. <laughs> That's, That's my private personal yeah. one. Um, um, but yes, uh, as always. Thanks. Facebook, David. Facebook. Oh, Facebook. Yes. Still contact us on Facebook. Facebook Facebook.com. We still have a a, a number of followers. Thank you very much for for staying loyal and uh, keeping on board. Uh, It's Facebook.com forward slash milking it. Um, so you can uh, leave us some messages or if there's any geeky news that you see during the week that you think you'd like us to talk about or be interested in, then uh, obviously you know, post it up there and we'll uh, we'll give it a whirl, as they say. I've got the feeling.